What's going on, world? This Mr. Thompson coming live from Talk That Shit Radio. Yeah, coming with another episode. I'm going to try to get on it and do it every two, three days. But if I don't, I'm going to find me a schedule and I'm going to at least grab to get on at least two podcasts or two radio shows or talk shows every every week, two or three. I'm going to do three is the max because I'm going to scribe the perfect the skill. I'm going to scribe the perfect, perfect this craft. And I'm going to scribe to become a better influencer, a better me, a better self, a better being. But... This is the episode, the name of this episode right here is What does God see when he look at me? That's a question that we all should be asking ourselves. What does God see when he looks at me? Again, this episode is named What does God see when he looks at me? I'm not, I don't, being religious or none of that, I'm just Stay in a God. My God, my creator is Yahweh. Yahweh, Yeshua, Hamashiwa. That's my God. That's my creator. That's my Lord God, creator, Alpha, Omega, Jesus Christ of Nazareth, Eli, Elohim, El Royal, whatever you guys want to call him, El Shahadeh, Elohim, anything. I, well, I know a few names for him, so I call him my creator, my Alpha, my beginning and my end, my middle, my backslidden moments I call them everything because when I'm going through them through them parts of life and through them stages and steps of life I truly believe in my heart no matter where I'm going and where I'm at and how I'm going through it the creator is still there so that's something that I'm learning as me being self and that's helping me to become also a better parent because it's teaching me to be more patient and more understanding with my kids and also with my daughter because it's like it's letting me know that you know the same way he created me he created her and just because she's only two years old it doesn't mean that i have the right or the place to dictate her life or judge her or like discipline her or or force her to do things that she don't want to do or because most or not because yeah because they're not her viewpoints they're not her ways of doing it their minds that's not right and most parents feel like oh just because you're my child you have to listen to me you have to do what I tell you to do that's not true and that's why when kids get their own free will at a certain place in life once they finally get to that place where they get their own free will they rebel against their parents they rebel not just against their parents they rebel against themselves they rebel against everything they know everything they have been taught only because when they look in the mirror the question that comes up is what does God see when he look at me and God's image of them is not the image of what their parents put on them their image of themselves is the God divine image of who they are because once you come to that place and you come to that comprehension and like you have grasped them feelings and that understanding that you aren't in control of your own life you don't dictate your own sound waves and your own frequencies of life. You don't. What you do is you command your life and tell your life 
like you kind of order your life into your life where and how you want it to go and you kind of like you kind of fill in the pieces but as in controlling the whole outline the whole diameter i mean yeah diameter and the area of like your life that is not in your control the moment people grasp that the moment they come to the like, realization and grasp that and within themselves the better off they'll be and i'm only saying that and i emphasize that is because like i'm running from self and not just running from self like robert said well bob molly that's what you guys know him as i know him as robert nesta molly because that's his government that's not just his government you hear what say that's his government and no that's his name that's not even his name I call him the elder one because that's who and what he was and that's why I call myself God body is because like it's not no gang banging thing or anything like that no religion or none of that it's just I call myself God body because I believe that I am a part of God's body and I don't know where that's at and even like I used to I tell my wife I was like even if that has to be the toenail on God's body, I prefer to be the toenail because remind you, when you clip your toenails, eventually they do grow back and they continue to grow. Even after you die, even after the process of you ceasing your fingernails, your hair and your toenails, they still continue to grow. So that means I'm a never dying entity. I'm a never dying cell upon the creator's body. So that means that I am like a rubber band effect. I am the individual that no matter what the situation seems like or how small or how big the situation is, I can adjust to it. And if I stay focused to it long enough, it'll it'll bond and come together and it'll brand it. And when it brands it, it's like it, I make it rightfully mine. It's like um, right now I have my eyes closed and I'm speaking in this podcast because I'm imagining myself being around other individuals. I'm imagining myself being in a seminar and being in classes and like educating others and educating self just as much with my communication skills and with my influencing skills and my marketing skills and my digital skills and my like entrepreneurial skills, everything. And I have to keep my eyes closed when I communicate with myself and around myself because that keeps me in the perspective to let me know that where I'm going, what I see right now is not where I'm, where is not my final destiny, it's not really where I'm at. I'm really out there, I'm really doing it, I'm really doing it right now. My other, my other alternate, my other alternative self somewhere in the other, other realms and other galaxies and the universes out here somewhere. They're doing that. They're doing seminars and they're doing that stuff right now. They're like being, they're really being a, they're being a professor. They're not the student, they're the professor. But then how many students go into the room or go into the dome, the well, the college classrooms. And when they go into their college classes, they're not even knowing that just because you're talking to the professor and the professor seems like he's the professor, he's the, he's the ultimate knowledge. He's the ultimate one who got the wisdom the divine quit what answers to your questions he's not even the ultimate being because he has someone he has to answer to and then that individual has someone they have to answer to it's a chain of command and with that chain of command it all goes back down to the source and that's why me i see myself right now standing in seminars and then like actually doing webinars and like teaching and not just teaching and preaching and 
prospering and evangelizing and, and doing just what needs to be done in that caliber and, and at that ranking is because this is who I am. I am who I am. And I can't change that for nobody. I am, as of right now, I am Mr. Thompson. 1440 daily. Most people don't even understand what that means, but I am James DeWitt Thompson Jr. I am a father. I am a husband. I am a friend. I am a cousin. I am a brother. I am an influencer. I am an entrepreneur. I am God body. I am a CEO. I am I am an investor. I am an well, an investor. I am a creator and a designer of a fortune 500 company i am a multi-millionaire in the flesh i am all these things that i claim to be and you see how i just do it out there in the seminar i do it out there because i know right if i get one listen or if i get two listens or if i get zero listens i know eventually someone's gonna listen and the more clear i get with my dialect the more clear i get with my talking and the more I like really direct my words in the right manner, the, the more I go about doing things in a righteous perspective, everything's gonna be all right. And I shouldn't worry because all I gotta do is rise up in the morning, rise with the rising sun, and I know that three little birdies gonna be right outside my doorstep, singing me a sweet song, a melody that was pure and true, singing, this is, this is the message to you. Singing, don't worry about a thing. And then also Akuna Matata. Because if the you worry, the worrying, worrying causes all the wrong things. Like I'm using me for an example. Like I worry and stress about all the wrong things when I overlook a lot of the right things, and that's scary. Then again, it's like it's not scary because I'm. Learning how to live for me. I'm learning how to be independent of anyone else. Learning how to be free of everyone else and what everyone else was was where what they were told and how you know they were told it. I'm learning to live for me, and I'm not even learning to live by my name because I don't even live by that name. I don't know who that name is. That name is just on the social security card. That name is just in the government system. That name that I was born with was just the name that was given to me from a dad, from a weaker flesh of of self because that's what we feel we must do when we we feel something is rightfully ours. We feel we have to brand it. We feel we have to give it a name. We have to give it a title. We have to, then I had to start learning. We want, we trying to brand, we trying to brand cows, horses, human beings, your business, your trademark, your everything. And the question about that is, is why? That's the ultimate question, why? Why are you trying to brand something when you don't even know who you truly are. Like me, I want to brand everything I do. But I want, everything I do and use has a purpose for why I use it and for why I do it. So that's why I'm sitting here thinking about why I brand everything that you do and use. You're trying to make yourself the ultimate consumer. And think about being the ultimate consumer. The more you consume, the more you destroy. And I was like, wow, that's deep. So I was like, I don't want to be a destroyer. But Lord, you know that I also need to. I also need to consume 
because if I don't consume, I will die. I will plummet, and that plummet, I will, I will like, I will cease after a while. And ceasing is not in my affirmations. Ceasing is not in your plans for me. Ceasing is not. It's there. It's that gods don't bow and kings don't surrender. No. So if you're not gonna bow down to me. But I'm not going to surrender to you. Then one of us, we got to make this work. And it's not just one of us. At the end of the day, you my creator. So you my father. You're really more responsible for me than I am for you. And that's how I asked that question. And that's why the segment, this segment right here, more so not the segment, this episode right here. Yeah, the segment. And this episode right here is named, What Does God See When He Look At Me? Because that's a genuine question that I, I know and I have known that I don't care what age you are. Well, pure babies, don't worry about it because they're pure. They're pure to the age of seven. And after that, anything, any corruption or anything else that comes in their life comes in their life at a full force only because it was their parents' duty and their parents' job to teach them how to defend and how to protect themselves, how to grow, how to reevaluate, how to evolve, how to trust, how to understand, how to comprehend, how to work at own will and how to work at own self-discipline, how to acknowledge and how to how to acknowledge and how to um, disagree with things that aren't agreeable to your to your liking, to your nature, to your spirit. So all those things that I just named, and no, I like my my mouth is wet right now because it's not wet, it's dry because um I just woke up and um I knew I had to do my podcast last night, but I didn't. I did it this morning, so it's like I'm jumping and getting right on it. There's no no days off, no missed days, no cheat days, none of that. There's no days because like Creed, well Michael B. Jordan, like on Creed. When he got knocked down, well, second Creed, not the first one, but when he got knocked down, knocked down, knocked down, for real, for real. And not even just that knocked down. Like, when he, like, even in the first one, with his baby, with his baby being born, and she was born deaf and stuff like that, and that stuff hurt that's a like a hurt that's a hurtful hurtful like reality and i'm only using these movies because i have a point on i have to stick with me i have a point of why i'm using these movies that's because one and two meant something like deeply because if you really knew michael b jordan and shout out to michael b jordan i pray hope one day that you even listen to my podcast or my radio station and you guys invest help me support me like Help me to get in a position where I can become better, like because black men don't cheat. <laughs> shout out to Carlos Miller, but yeah, and you know, shout out Charlemagne and a lot of people. And I know it's a lot of things that once I get around these guys, well, you know, Charlemagne and certain people, it's gonna be like, you gotta do this, King. You gotta stop doing this, King. You gonna have to stop doing that, King. You gonna have to do this and do that, King. And that gonna be the things that I'm gonna need. But then again, I know me and my mindset too. There's gonna be a lot of things that I'm gonna rebel against. But then I also to feel like I need traumatizing help so if there are any traumatized doctors out there for abused abused kids and stuff like that that went through traumatizing issues and had to deal with it and had to learn how to forgive their oppressors and had to forgive their predators you like you guys hit me up too or whoever send or share that shit to someone so that I can get some help when it comes down to that because I feel like this right here 
with me being here and being at this podcast. This is very, very therapeutical to me because I feel like I'm releasing old toxins. I'm getting things out of me that I need to get out because if in order for me to evolve from these things, I have to let these things go. I have to release them. So that's why I love the three E theory. Well, the three E um, E method when it's evaluate, evolve, and execute. And those are my three. Those are my three strategies and steps towards how to get out of any rut. You evaluate what you're going through. You evolve from it and you execute it. And after you do those three things, no matter if you're in prison, behind a jail cell, or if you're out here free. You, you, that's what you do even when it come down to the chessboard or the checkerboard you gotta learn how to evaluate your opponent you gotta learn how to evaluate and size up the whole entire chessboard or checkerboard or whatever game that you're playing you gotta know how to you gotta know how to evolve from it you gotta learn how to evolve from it because if you learn how to evolve from it or you learn your ways around it even if the person takes the first move on the chessboard that first move let you know let, it'll let you in on how they think and if it lets you in on how they think, then it lets you in on who that person is. And if it lets you in on who that person is, then that's right there is going to tell you. And that's going to define that person's character. And when that defines that person's character, that defines who that person really and truly are. That's why you have to learn to not let people try to tell you who they are for themselves. You have to let that energies and the atmosphere show you and tell you who they are because it's going to tell you people tell you about themselves in a daily manner every day people tell you about their wealth people tell you about their generosity people tell you about themselves if you got a man who's sitting outside digging in his nose all day well he's just digging in his nose and he you don't even know this guy but he's just digging in his nose whatever like that but then he turned around just out of the blue he's in the parking lot digging in his nose and you pulled up and you saw him at walmart you saw him at walmart digging in his nose and doing whatever he was doing digging in his nose pulling his drawers out of his butt and all that doing all that kind of nasty like carnal shit like that doing that if you saw him doing that and then after he left out of the parking lot you were right behind him walk walking behind him see him go into mcdonald's inside of walmart clock in without going first going to the restroom washing the sand and getting himself together he goes straight in the back of the kitchen and put on his apron and start to work put on some gloves and even if he put put on gloves or whatever and start to work the first thing you're gonna think is ew that's one nasty mother in person and more so i'm not gonna ever eat from that restaurant right that's the first thing that you're gonna think be honest i don't care who you are that's the first thing that you're gonna think so, with that being said, that right there just judged that person's whole character. That right there just judged that person's whole life. That gave you a reevaluation to judge that person's whole life. So, that's why I said the three E's. Evaluate, evolve, execute. Because once you... Evaluate once you have evaluated the whole board that allows you to evolve over the situation So now it, it allows you to make your decisions about okay what I'm gonna do what I'm not gonna do like me I call myself 1440 daily because there's 1440 second not seconds but one minutes in a day So if that's 1440 minutes in a day once I have learned the channel and I have learned the notch and I've learned the right wave the right waves to jump on to catch that one dollar a minute don't you guys think that i'm going to learn how to make one dollar per second eventually and then one dollar per i'll just sleep and never have to worry about a dollar per nothing because it's going to be 
whatever that final amount I make after the dollar per second, that's going to be doubled. Uh, that's going to be tripled every day, quadrupled every day. I don't know the word after quadruple, so I'm not. I'm gonna stick with what I know. <laughs> That's gonna be quadrupled every day. So if you do the math, and if you probably don't know the math, I'm gonna break the math down to you right now. You have 24 hours in one day. 24 hours, 24 precious hours. Within them 24 hours, you have 60 minutes. 60 minutes. There's 60 minutes in an hour. Okay. Within that minute, you have 1,440 minutes in one day. Within that minute, you got 86,400 seconds in that one minute. Or in that one day. Correct my, my, correct my saying, but one day. You got $86,400 in one day. Imagine you doing that. That's every second. That's that's how much seconds in a day. Eighty-six thousand four hundred seconds in one day. So imagine you doing that, but you're doing that double because you got five, six, seven different businesses that are just making eighty-six thousand four hundred dollars. So you do that eighty-six thousand four hundred dollars times how many how many ever businesses you have, and that'll give you that'll give you your your annual outcome to where your financial future could be if you channel and touch the right frequencies and that's why I call myself Mr. 1440 daily because I believe that I am I am and I have and well I am at that frequency and I'm at that wave where I am going to touch and I'm going to be doing 101 one, well $1,440 a day I said, you guys bear with me because I'm still kind of sleepy and all, like, but I'm up. I have to get in the shower, brush my teeth, get myself prepped, get myself going. Yeah. As you guys hear, I'm talking with a filthy mouth, but no, I ain't that type of guy who digging in my butt, pulling drawers on my butt, digging in my nose and going to work, putting the apron on and not, not staying clean. That ain't me, Bobo. No. Why that ain't me? Because, man... People out here nasty, and I've worked in a restaurant, and I've seen some of the nastiest shit ever. I've worked at Wendy's, I've worked at Hardee's, I've worked at McDonald's, I've worked at Fazoli's Pizza, when they used to exist. i worked at Pyology, I've worked at Nigel's, I've worked at, man, Hannibal's Kitchen downtown in Charleston, South Carolina, I've worked at, oh, Lord God. I can't even name all the jobs that I have worked at because Lord knows I have worked at so many jobs. I have delivered newspapers and phone books. I've had a boss who left me and my cousin across over there in Mount Pleasant Bridge because we wouldn't sell the newspapers. Man, I've had... Man, yeah, I've had a few... I've had a few jobs. Just to put that, and that's nine to five jobs working for other people. And out of all those jobs, I know I probably had, I can't, not exaggerating it, I probably had over 120 something jobs in my life. And I'm about to be on March 11th, 2021. You guys want to support any supporters, any fans, anybody who want to listen, anybody who's listening, who want to show love, support. My birthday is on March 11th. You know, I appreciate it. I'll be 33 and 
from there, that right there is honestly letting me know that's my transformation. That's the next transformation. That's the complete number for me, because there's there's no more there's no more like worry. There's no more worry because 11 for me, like I said, that to me is the ultimate number. That's the ultimate number for me. That's the that's the year. You do so. You do three times 11. What does that give you? 33. That gives you me. <laughs> Three times eleven equals thirty-three, which is me. Hashtag thirty-three. You guys don't even understand that, man. Like that. If you do three times three, that equals what nine. Nine is the number of completion. If you guys don't understand mathematical or numerology, yeah, not numerology. Yeah, just numerology, cause that's the numbers. See, that's for the numbers. So, uh, like I said, I'm on it. I'm on what I need to be on. And I'm on what I need to be on, not for nobody else. And as I was saying before, I'm a father, I'm a husband, I'm a lover, I'm a sibling, I'm a son to a mother and a father. I am a servant to the Most High God Himself, and I'm not even just a servant. Take that shit, scratch that shit out the way. I'm not no goddamn servant. Shit, I'm at the playing field with him. I'm one of the key players right with him. I'm on the basketball court with him. I'm a team player with him. So I'm a teammate. And that's how real that is. That's how I rock with when they come down to God. When I look in the mirror and I say, who shit? What does what is it? When, what does God see when he look at me? You see a God. You see a God king. You see a God queen. Whoever listen to this podcast, whoever feel this podcast, hate this podcast, or whoever, like I said, get this podcast shit. You guys help me get this podcast shit out the way. It's called a radio a talk show to say no podcast podcast is like taking your career from being a ceo and just going back down to a job or yeah living in a cubicle that's that's what a podcast is you don't whoever listen to this radio show whoever listen to this listen to me when they do listen to me whoever hit me out when you do hit me out whenever if you decide to want to do a radio show or whatever and when you do start your podcast once you make your name, your idea, and you get on it the first time after you get on it the first time and you like it, you accept it, cut that podcast shit off. There ain't no more podcast. It's called a radio show. That's a talk show. Whether if you're talking to yourself or if you're talking to the phone, you're talking, you're communicating. And me, I know I'm not talking to myself because I know that Google listens to me every single second of the day. Why well, I know that is because I don't, had, I, don't, I don't know if they're telepathic or not. They may be, but... I've had times I know I've been thinking about something mentally in my head, and as soon as I get on the phone on Google, the first thing I see is what I was thinking about. Like, God damn, manifestation is real. So if manifestation is real, then I believe that, like I say again, $732 billion is mine. Give it to me. I ain't going to go out here and rob nobody. No, I'm going to take it. Then again, that's robbery too because I'm going to take what's mine. I'm taking from the people who standing on my people's necks, from the people who are pressing, the people who have oppressed. You got to get them off. You got to dust yourself off and try again. You got to get the enemy off your shoulder. If you want extra, if you want the extra weight to be gone, you got to get the enemy off your shoulder. You got to lower. You got to learn. You got to lower. You got to lower him to your place you got to put him in a position where he feel awkward the way he's like okay i don't even want to fight with you no more i want to just leave you alone but you're like nah bitch bring your bitch ass back on let's get in, get your ass back in this ring and fight and he to the point you you harass him 
You got to become an off-ball pest to the enemy. Because when you become an off-ball pest to the enemy, he get tired. He's like, man, leave me alone. Now, you got to lock on some clamps to him. You got to lock that clamps. I, well, I use it my NBA 2K21 um, setup of how I got my character built on there. You hear what I say? How I got my character. How I got my character built on there is how I'm scribing to build my character within me on my defensive aim. So... I got, you got to learn how to box them out. You got to learn how to have offensive, re, you got to learn how to get the defensive rebounds on them. So you got to have the, off, you got to have the defensive rebound, rebounding badge. And you got to have that defensive rebounding badge after like Hall of Fame or to goal. Why? It's because you don't got that defensive rebounding badge up to Hall of Fame or if you don't got it up to goal, he going to still get in there. And the box out, your box out defense ain't got to be too good. You can keep that up to like a silver. You keep that on the silver, that's that that right there warn the enemy to let the enemy know, listen, I got silver bullets in my pistol. I got silver bullets on my I got silver arrow tips. I got a silver tongue when I speak. When I come, if you trying to come at me like a werewolf or anything else like that or that time, like call a lichen. That's what we call them. Where if you're a spiritual being, you will know all your you will know all your art like you will know all your like enemies. See, people call them werewolves and that's why I said people. People are small minded. You gotta become a god to actually know the truth. We call a vampire, which is not a vampire, it's called a nephilim. It's a neph, it's a, not a nephilim, um, a, a nephin. So when you find a, when you find like when you find one of those, like uh, you find one of those, like they do exist. And see, that's what people don't. They got, they just got conjuring magic and shit that. They use so we as people don't really see them. We can't see them because they're not going to expose themselves to us because they know why would I expose myself to y'all? Because we already did it plenty of times and all y'all did was go and make movies off of us and make jokes and think this shit is a game. Y'all think this is a y'all think this is a play play game, but this shit is so real. That's why if you think I'm lying. A lot of you guys, if y'all always seen all these missing kids out here, all these missing people out here in this world, when y'all be watching the movie called Wrong Turn and stuff like that with them cannibalistic people, and then you got the movie called Hills Have Eyes and all that stuff, when you watch, all that shit is real. That All that shit real. Like, that shit real. That's why when y'all motherfuckers going out there camping and shit like that, and y'all wondering why your kids disappear and shit like that, people, because... You got people out there really watching you guys just as much as we watching TV and we laughing, living our fairy tale life. You got people out there living in them hills and living in them woods and stuff for real that have lost their whole that that have lost their whole humanity, and with them losing their whole hum, humanity, that have made them stronger. And this takes me back to my three E's theory when I was saying the three E's: evaluate, evolve. And execute because once you have evaluate in this I'm not I'm still on the same topic about everything because it's all about who are what what does God see when he look at me and it goes back to my last segment or episode and it was like who am I or no who are you because these are the questions that when you start asking yourself these questions 
that's when the answers are going to start seeping into you. I don't give a damn if you get on Google. I don't give a damn if you get on Facebook. I don't give a damn where you go at. Every day, even if you drive in your car, it's going to come. Things are going to start hitting you. Whether if you're looking at the cars riding past you on their DK, you can look on how people have stickers on back of their cars, on how these big semi-trucks got vinyls and stuff. They're, they're doing these big marketing and advertising. That's a part of the world. The world, Not even just the world. That's a part of the hustle. The hustle is for you if you can, and Houdini said this, because see, I got a lot of knowledge within me that I used to wonder why the fuck I think about like this, why holding on, to, why I think about stuff like this and about that, now that I'm getting it, and that's why I was just telling you guys, if, even if I feel like I don't get one like, two likes, two plays, nobody ever listen to this, eventually, I'm going to have to come back, I know when I get to where I'm going at, at that $732 billion man, uh, landing, I'm going to have to reflect back and all this good stuff right here I'm going to have to use because this going to be the purest moments ever. These are the purest vibes. Even with me feeling like, oh, I don't know the best. I don't, I'm not the most educated. I don't know how to talk the best. I'm stumbling over my words. I don't like hearing myself on the microphone because I sound dumb. All these stuff I'm telling myself internally, I'm battling with. And that's why I ask myself that right now. And I'm asking myself that internally. Who are you? No, who, who am I? No, who are you? Who am I? No, who are you? Then the other question pops up. What is it? What does God see? What is it that God see when he looks at me? Or what does God see when he look at me? Then it's like, oh. And I'm, when I'm answering myself, like when I'm like answering myself and I'm giving myself these questions and answers, I'm like, damn, I am a God. I am an, I am an elevated being. I am... A nephilim I am beyond what anybody can see and no don't get a nephilim and a nosophist mix up a nosophist is what you call a vampire that's what you call a vampire nephilim is an, an angelical being that takes on the form of anything it comes into connect with it takes the form it takes on the whole life source so that's why I know that I'm an angelical being because I'm not even myself no more. That's why I'm asking myself, who am I? Who is my name? What am I? Because I don't even know that little James or little boy, James boy, James Dewey Thompson Jr. that was born into this world and given a name from a dad who don't even know why he got his own name, how he got his own name. That right there let, lets me know that I am not self anymore. I am higher than self. I am higher than what I can think. Like how it says, I am higher than self. So that means that if I am higher than self, I can hire myself. I can fire myself. I can put myself in a position to become CEO or CFO or CMO or I can put myself in a position to become anything I want to be in the corporation. And the corporation to me is called God's body. So if it's called God's body. It's one body, one intriguing and intricately woven system that you will never understand. So when I get on the phone and be like, hey, assistant, I need you to call down to the mail's office because I need some mail that never arrived. I, well, I need some mail that I got to send out to this so-and-so. I don't have to go walk all the way down to jump on the elevator, get down and go all the way down to the, I don't have to go all the way to the mail room. All I have to do is call an assistant and an assistant comes and bring that and not even just bring that, handles that for me. So that's why I know and I can say 
I can't manifest that $1 a day, that $1,140 a day, or that $86,400 a day, because when you learn, once you have learned, and once you learn that you're not operating in time or in the realm of time, time operates around you, then you know everything gonna be all right. And that's something I am praying, Lord knows in my heart, because he'll do, he'll deliver and do it for himself. I don't, I don't evaluated that part, and I don't evolve from it. And he knows that, in order for me to move, my wife and my family and my whole household and situation has to move with me. In order for us to move, because when I move, they move. We move just like that. Like Ludacris said, shout out to Luda. Yeah, bro, I would love to meet you too. Like, all anybody I shout out or throw out in these podcasts or in these radio stations and stuff like this, I, I throw them out because Lord knows I pray and hope that one day that whoever here, I don't care whoever here, they hear it and then it, you know, they like help me. Like I said, just help me to help me. And when me help me, me can help others. Like, I just want to be able to fetch back and, like, you know, fetch back and reach and help other people. And not even just help other people fetch back, reach, fetch forward, fetch left, right, up, down. Just fetch because it's a scary world we're living in. But I do, and I do truly believe that the world is not going to end. The world is going to get better. Then the world is going to get worse. Then the world is going to get better. Then the world is going to get worse. The world is just going to go through its seasons back and forth, back and forth. It's, to me, it's like this is a big game for for the creator himself and for for the enemy. But the enemy knows, too, that it's a game for him, but he knows that he's also lost. So with him knowing that he's also lost, no man, you got to think about this. This is just truth. I was just telling my wife this last night. That's like that's like me. Like, okay, I know all the valuable items, all the valuable stuff I got in my house home, in my, in my household and in my home. So why would I just make it easier for the why would I just make it easier for a burglar or a thief to just come in and rent, vandalize my house and take everything from it and just do what they want it it and do what they want to do with it? Why would I do that? Cuz the average person what you do when you leave your house, you lock your doors, you make sure your house secured and locked down, you make sure everything's together, you make sure no candles burning, no nothing going on so when you can come back to a house. Like Luther Vandross said, a house it's not a house and with no one there. Like with no one there, a house is not a house. I don't give a damn. A rocking chair is not a rocking chair without the rock. It has to go back and forth in order for it to be a rocking chair. If it does not have that, it's just a goddamn chair. And you try to rock it and be a wise ass if you want to and see what happens. You're gonna fucking fall forward or you're gonna fall fucking backwards and fall on your shit. So, anyways. Yeah. Back to the talk show. Anyways, everybody, yeah, this Talk That Shit Radio, we really appreciate you guys for tuning in. And as we say, man, we come here to talk that shit. We come here to really, like, express and to emphasize our First Amendment. We come to, like, emphasize it to the highest right as long as it comes to talking that shit speaking your mind, speaking your heart, the things that's going on within you, even the toxicity that you don't understand and you can't, like, you feel like you got to go take some damn diarrhea pills to get it out, out of your out of your system, out of your internal tract, your digestive tract. Let's talk that shit and get it out because I feel like that's where I'm at and that's why I call this radio Talk That Shit Radio because my wife, my wife, they used to always tell me, damn, you always in the bathroom a lot. You always taking a lot of shits. You always, you always in the bathroom. 
And I was like, man, I be in the bathroom because this my like, this my feng shui. Like really, this my only like only sense of time I really get my own peace to myself, like to me. Where, like I was saying on my radio last episode, the who um the who am I? When I was saying, like. The bathroom is your cleansing place. That's a place of cleansing. You get cleansed in a restroom, a bathroom. Not a restroom, but a bathroom. Anywhere that has a bath in it, it's a place of cleansing. Any place that has, no, because you can't, you don't go wash off in your kitchen, take a shower in your kitchen. You go in your bathroom to take a shower to get clean. And that's why I don't understand how people, they go into their bathrooms to get clean, but they got dirty, nasty bathrooms. And then they expect themselves, well, they tell themselves in their head, their mind, they tell themselves in their physical, their mental, their spiritual, and, and, and their, they try to emotionally tell themselves, hey, my bathroom, I'm clean. How can you be clean? Jumping into a dirty shower, they got mold around the shower, they got mold all up in the grout and in the floors and then how can you be clean not knowing that that mold and that bacteria that you're inhaling, anytime you put that mold, if you if you touch it, pitting on your face, anything, whatever you do with it, however it's splashing on you, that mold sticks to your body and it sticks to your body up to 30 days and up to 30 days that mold can carry fungus, bacteria and all kinds of nasty shit in it that that can that yeah can really mess you up in life and people don't know that stuff a lot of people don't know that that's why we got a lot of people out here that are sick and it's not just sick physically i mean sick mentally and emotionally they are sick they don't know it that's why i started my business shout out you guys go check it out 2020visionjanitorialservices.org or 2020visionjanitorialservices.info whichever one i appreciate you guys you know show love show support anyone that has uh, any listeners anyone that has family friends in the central florida area in between the the areas of 75 miles from well from lake city florida to gainesville to down to jacksonville or to ocala florida give me a contact and we can get it done you see if you can see it we can clean it you smell it we nailed it but yeah back again like i said again back to the topic at hand is that's why i started a janitorial business because like i said if you can see it we can clean it if you smelled it we nail it people have sour food in their refrigerator they have food in their freezers that they had in there for two, three, five, two, two, I said two, three, five, because that's, yeah, two to three to five years. And they will still be willing to eat that stuff. Do you know that shit can kill you instantly? Going back to the shit I was saying with the mold, mold can kill you instantly if it builds up enough bacteria and enough fungus and enough material to kill you it could kill you instantly from with inhaling it that's like inhaling that's like smoking one taking an inhale up taking a puff off the wrong joint or off the wrong blunt you're gonna be messed up for life and i got a little sister um, i don't know she may listen to it she may not and i'm not talking about my actual biological little sister with up legs and not talking about you but i'm talking about i got a little sister an individual i know she loves to smoke or she loves to do her thing. But quote unquote say this person right here doesn't really know how to roll their own, join up, roll their own. But they basically like, 
they sit they sit around, sit down, and then again, can't do that, can't say that either because they smoke their bowls and they do their things, but they gotta learn. I feel like if you're gonna be smoking and doing anything, you gotta know what you're dealing, know know what you're doing, know how to roll your own shit, know how to buy your own shit, know who to go to, where to go to, know when to spend your money, when not to spend your money, just know. And uh, unfortunately, you know, people gotta learn on their own, so you let that be. But as I was saying, when the body is intricately woven together, you will never know where you at on the body. And me, as being in the part of the body, I like, I do know that as long as the body is getting paid, I'm gonna get paid. It may not be today, it may not be tomorrow. It may be annually, it may be every three, it may be quarterly, it may be monthly, maybe weekly, bi-weekly, but the Lord knows too, at the end of the day, I got time sitting around waiting for that two-week shit. I do not have time waiting for that two-week shit. It'll be an extreme blessing, because I want to go above and beyond. I don't want to take on more than I can handle, but it'll be above, an, it'll be above an extreme blessing to go ahead and make that $1,440 a day. Why? Because that's a start to... Whatever else I gotta I gotta carry and gotta learn how to manage because I don't want I don't want more money than I can ever manage. I never that's something I don't want. I don't never want more money than I can ever manage and like like understand and keep control of. And don't get me wrong, I got a big appetite. A big appetite. I might be skinny, I might be only one fifty five, one fifty seven or whatever on the scale, but I can eat and I spend most of my money on weed. So all your YOLO, um out here, investors and all you goddamn weed um, growers or you know like planters or whatever you suppliers or whatever you guys are, or, yeah, just distributors. That's what I meant to say. Dispensaries too. I'm not knocking that shit too, y'all guys. If whenever you guys get to that place, whenever I get to this place, you guys listening to tuning in. Look for, look out for the brothers. Shay, P.O. Box me or something. I'll say, I figure it out. You guys figure out how to get me a message on my social media platforms or whatever. But hey, Shay, let me get that goddamn good grass. Let me get that good ganja. Let me get that good herb, you know, because that's what I need. I need that shit that's going to take my mind and my spirit away from the realities of what's going on, but also keep me evaluated over the highs. Well, keep my highs over my lows because you always want to stay balanced. It's like a cross. Like at the crossroads, I just want to be at that crossroad on old 66, you know, the route 66. I want to be when I at that crossroad. I want to be right. I want to always be right. I don't want to never feel too low, and I don't want to never feel too high, and I don't want to never feel like I'm being stretched too far to the left or too far to the right. I just want to always be in the right area at the right time. Just knowing in the right area at the right time is my area, my space, my vong sway, my zen, and as I was saying, you guys. Look out for the brother, man. Shoot something here, like, hey, let me get some of that good grass, man. Like, really, I don't, I don't deal with nothing else. I never in my life have dealt with cocaine. Never in my life have dealt with any other drug. But side, what I lie, I pop ecstasy and stuff like that because I used to sell it and I used to feel like, damn, I need to know what the hell I sell to my people. So I used to make sure my shipping straight. But as I'm selling cocaine, I used to sell that too. But I never did that shit never i always had people try that shit for me i let them hey you want to hit that for you you do this you want to hit that shit for me like let me know that shit's great let me know what's going on with that but i done had some friends that i didn't been around with they're not friends but i had some associates that i've been around in the past when i was young in high school that they used to smoke that shit and it's not it wasn't their fault their older brothers used to smoke and we used to hang out with them and 
their older brothers like joint or uh, blunt well they blunt got met swift in the cycle with us and it got switched up and we ended up hitting all of us ain't up hitting their shit and like what the fuck that shit tastes nasty i passed out because i passed out instantly because that shit like i said again you heard me just say i never want to get too high and i never want to be too fucking low I want to be in between. I never want to be stretched too far to the left or too far to the right. I always want to be in between. I always want to be balanced. I always want to have a gray area. I don't want to never feel like I'm too high above the water or too low below the water. As long as you stay afloat, you are right. Some people want to get some people want to get a yacht once they touch a million dollars and to touch millions of dollars they want to go get yachts and shit for what? I never been on a yacht a day in my life, so why the fuck would I go? Get, why would I go put a whole house on a whole house a mansion? On water for what? What the fuck you gonna do when the man when the water dry up out of out, out the earth? That shit gonna just be stuck there, sitting in the goddamn middle of a bunch of sand, doing nothing. Yeah, exactly. So it's like like the same with like the same with buying jets and houses and stuff. Why would you go do all that when eventually all the jet fuel gonna be gone? Cause people don't really understand that jet fuel come from fossil fuel. It comes from dinosaur fuel. That's what jet fuel. That's why it's so fucking expensive. Because the shit that they have to ass crack it from and suck it from and get it from, you gotta realize we only have so many dinosaurs in the world before once that once all of it gone, once they get the last source of it, it's gone. That's a wrap. Jets gonna be stuck on the ground. Airplanes and jets and shit gonna be stuck on the ground. No more flying. No. So what are we as people gonna do then? We gotta figure that shit out, and it's not we gotta figure it out. Gotta realize not what I'm realizing too. The world ain't gonna never end. The world's gonna revolve and it's gonna keep growing, and the world is gonna go back to a dry land eventually, and then it's gonna replenish with the water and stuff. All that shit's gonna come back and happen. Cause you gotta remember at the beginning of the time, it never rained a day in life. It never rained, and Noah went before Noah. It never rained on the earth, and them. 3,000 years, it never rained. Never. So when it rained, that's why when he built the ark and that all he built the ark and stuff like that, they laughed at him because he they never knew what rain was. And then when it started, it was something different. And that's like how the world's gonna go back to the world's gonna go back to a dry wasteland because it's gonna have to replenish. Everything's gonna have to be regrown. And everything that's dead, like all dead cells like us. Everything that's and people don't realize <laughs> that's how God work. He will wipe everything the fuck out and redo it again until he get it right. He don't care. And that's why I sit here and I said I named this episode here. What is it that God sees when he looks at me? Because in me, I see like this. He see me. When he see me, he see himself. And when he see himself, when he look at Samar J. Braille and Neela Thompson, he see herself because he see someone that's holy, that's limitless, that's blessed, that's anointed, and that's highly favored. When he look at Brittany Jaquay Davis and he look at my wife, he look at her, he see, well, Brittany Jaquay Thompson. When he look at her and he look and he see her, he know that. And then again, like I said, I don't know, you know? Like when he look at when he look at her, he see, you know, he see a goddess, he see her, and then like I said, I don't know because when she looks at her, when she looks at herself, she gotta know what she see. She gotta know what she see when she looks at herself. Me though, like I said, when I'm me being the king, me being the crown bearer, me me being the heavy headed, heavy headed one right now, it's like 
okay, swallow my pride, push all the other shit along, along, along with it, like keep pushing it, just keep pushing along with it, and reevaluate, like reevaluate, like your your thinking process, reevaluate your concepts, reevaluate the way you construct things and all the stuff got to do back with what I said when I was saying at the beginning the three E's evaluate evolve and execute because once you done evaluate evaluate and like I said the evaluate and all that stuff even though I'm, I'm all like I feel like I'm all over the place with my topics and stuff but I feel like I'm right on point I'm right where I need to be at with it because no real motivational speaker no real influencer like sticks to one script they, they they wing that shit why they wing it is because it's better to wing it and go with it freestyling because your style isn't free it's ready to go it's better to go with it than what you feel like go off what you know go off your go off your zen then to just try to script it and sound like you're reading from a script a manuscript or something like that because it doesn't work but um anyway so you'll be reading for somebody else's voice and that's when the, that's when the lie is betrayed because when you start reading for somebody else's voice or somebody else's viewpoints and trying to speak it and make it work for yours it's never going to line up so as i was saying with the three e's you evaluate evolve and execute once you have evaluated the nasty guy who is you've seen him did everything he has done digging his butt and Digging his nose, winning McDonald's, put his apron on, gone and flip the burgers, drop the fries. You see him, he the one who, he got to even use his hand to put your, put your apple pies in the box. He got to do all that. And why I know? Because I used to work at McDonald's. Like I said, I used to work there, so I have seen some of the nastiest shit happen. He was like, these motherfuckers, nasty. That's why you don't catch me. You don't ever catch me eat at McDonald's. You catch me go to Wendy's before I ever go to McDonald's. And Wendy's ain't the best either. I'll never eat Wendy's Frosties. Never. The shit I've seen, that na- the nasty mold and all that shit I've seen in them frosty machines when I used to have to clean them shit every day, every morning. Because I used to be the one who used to have to open and I used to sometimes have to close because I worked there for like two and a half years before Miss Louise, oh fuck ass. Fuck you, yeah, Miss Louise. I love you too, though, because you've been cool as shit. Like, Weezy, you've been real cool. You've been a cool ass boss. But now I understand why you, now, now I understand now that I am a boss. And I'm a CEO and stuff like that, an executive and stuff. I understand why you did fire me. You had to take, you had to take action to let me know that I can't do what I want when I want to, and say what I want when I want to, and how I want to, and nobody else's establishment because I wouldn't want nobody to do that in mine. So I understand that for you, and I appreciate you about that. But even though you like I said, fuck you too easy, because man, you fired me, and you know that was my damn livelihood at the time, like working off that damn. Shit, I don't even know the fuck I be getting paid, man. <laughs> I know that shit been like six or seven dollars, seven or eight dollars or something like that, man. That shit been like low. That shit been real low. That shit been like eight dollars and twenty five, eight dollars and fifty cents or something like that. I don't know where that shit been. I be getting paid at Wendy's, man. But yeah, Wendy's on Rivers Avenue. You guys go check it out, man. I used to work there on Rivers Avenue, North Charleston, South Carolina, right there. Yeah, it used to be right across the street from the old. Um, damn, I can't remember the old club name. I know. Sh- Whatever, but yeah, it's on Rivers Avenue. I can't. I mean, one day, one day, eventually, I I shout out the address and all that shit like that. But Shonda, I appreciate you because you did give me the opportunity. You did do that, and that came through Donnell, old fucking crazy ass, a little platter put foot ass. But <laughs> let me still talk about these people, man. But 
<laughs> but yeah, even cooler shit too though. Even cool, Mr. Ply guy. Try to want to be a pimp, but yeah, though man. Just just showing love, man. You know, like I said in this podcast radio, man. I appreciate everybody for like giving me that heads up and getting me to that place to getting started. Because without that start, I wouldn't want to. You know, I wouldn't want to be where I'm at right now and not know how I got started. And I thank everybody, like I said, man, me personally, I also thank my abusers. I also thank all the accusers, the ones who thought I always just, I come in their house, I'm a steal and I'm going to take stuff from them. And I'm going to just, I'm going to always be carnal minded for all those that be like, that nigga ain't going to never be shit. He going to always be living at mama house and sleeping on her couch. I thank y'all for that too, because y'all put that in the atmosphere. And with y'all putting that in the atmosphere, that was not just a drive for me because I didn't know nothing about it. Y'all were talking about it behind my back. So, I thank y'all for that. And for y'all, for the people who say, oh, that boy, they're crazy. He dumb. He Thank you. Now, all my um, wife family down here in Florida who be like, that boy slow. He, don't, he ain't got it. He don't know He don't know what he doing. You know? All right, you're right. Thank you for that, too, because y'all put it in the atmosphere. So, I feel like this. The Lord already know. And what is rightfully y'all's that y'all, what is rightfully you guys ones that y'all don't want. The riches and the wealth and the stuff that y'all could be obtaining for yourself, for y'all families, y'all great grandkids, y'all legacy that y'all don't want. And y'all just throwing it out in the atmosphere because y'all got malice and all kind of other feelings within yourself and with what's going on within you guys. Thank you, because it's all going to come to me because that's what happens when you walk. That's what happens when you walk into your destiny or when you walk into yourself. Because when you bump into self, self is really looking at it like, hey, what's up? You the ain't shit guy. You the guy everybody been talking about. Say you ain't been shit, huh? You the thief. You the one that everybody call a liar. You the one, you that one. You that abused child. Oh hey, how you doing? I've been waiting for you. I've been waiting. For, I've been looking for you. You know what's up? I got something for you. He sent. He tell me to bring this to you. And when he bring you, like I say, like my dog stack. My my dog say I'm a classic man. He pull out a stack. I pull out an envelope. Whoa. So when them envelopes start coming in, man. You can't stop that. You can't stop that. And prosperity is inevitable. So I think anybody who listened to this video, and as you guys see, this is my first time really ever touching a minute, touching a whole hour segment. So this is the first, not the last. And this is the first of many, 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 many. Because this let me know that I can really hold a whole hour conversation with just a whole, with, with a whole topic on hand. And just, I can, I can freestyle. I can go off of it. Just like this just motivates me. So... You guys, I give like nothing but love to all you guys, and I give nothing but blessings to anybody who has ever tuned in, anybody who is gonna tune in, anybody who listens. I give nothing but love, blessings, hopes, prosperity, peace, and joy to your family. And on the Sabbath right here, I'ma enjoy mine with my family. I'ma try, Lord knows, I'ma I'ma scribe to keep work off my mind. But he know how I feel too. I want to make that money. I want to get that bread. And it ain't even just by getting that money. I just want what's rightfully mine. I want all gold. I want all. I want I want the money to cause the clothes. I don't want all that shit. I, want, I don't even want the money. I just want I want that stability. I want that understanding. I want that foundation. That wealth that only he can give me. So with that being said. Shout out to you guys. This is Talk That Shit Radio. Nothing but love. Blessings.